Nietzsche's Uberman, Overman, Superman is a concoction without the hand of God, but simply the hand of man. Hence, we have another crash at the intersection of Nazis, Nietzsche, and actually Nietzsche. Hitler, on the contrary, much like many of our great philosophers and the founding of the United States of America, thank you, John Locke, may feel a deed, a manifest destiny, a divine calling, an appointment by God that would justify the burning down of savages, taking over of the Indian territory, the dragging of 20 million African slaves to build an empire. By us, our divine destiny, our manifest destiny. Hitler thought the same thing. That men would say they're doing the work of God. A rather insane mutation of God's work. Though understanding history and biblical history, I can see why and how. It's really dangerous to give a child an automatic weapon, isn't it? Well, God did give these children of his a great deal of divine spark and ability. Rather by evolution, according to Darwin and Nietzsche, or by a singular architect and design of all of humanity and the universe and the natural law, not on its own. Deist or theist, I think Franklin may have erred on the side of the deist. That's an argument for a different day. But in deal, we can see the understanding that Hitler sees himself as doing the work inspired and destined by God, a political prophet of sort, and not unlike a prophet, where it's no power of his own or really no will of his own, by simply by appointment or calling determined. In other words, your tool, a hammer uselessly sitting there in the toolbox until the hand picks it up and the mind decides how to use and what to bang and what to pull. The instrument is of no purpose until the instrument is used with purpose by the designer and the master of it, such as a prophet, an ambassador, an emissary, a mailman. Just a mailman, I'm just a tool. I'm simply providing a voice, a body for the master to use at his disposal. I'm executing his plan, not mine. And in the truest sense of a prophet, that's exactly what prophets are. They execute God's plan, his voice, his words, not theirs. The problem is, indeed, have they or are they starting to prophesy on their own and inject their own preferences and prejudices in the name of God? Now, that is really where the dilemma lies, isn't it? And I think only in hindsight would you be able to truly and honestly be able to discern and determine 
if in fact that was a profit or not, by the results that are yielded by a God who is for the concern of all his creation, collectivism, though he uses any in his creation, individualism, for the benefit of his kingdom for all the creation, collectivism. And such are the prophets of Israel that God used for collectivism, the nation and the people of Israel and the covenant promise for all nations of the world. Hence is in all the prophecies from Lamentations to Nehemiah to Isaiah to Ezekiel to Revelation, we know how it ends to Genesis. We know how it begins. The individual is used for the sacrifice of the collective good for the species. But we find again ourselves in conflict and at a crossroads between the various interpretations and interpolations between the Nazi and Third Reich and the reading of Nietzsche. And when you put it all together, the anti-Semite wasn't Nietzsche, it was Hitler and Goebbels, and perhaps you. Being a secularist, I think a closet deist is what I think Nietzsche really is. He sees accomplishing the same goal that we accomplish morally and our religious fervor and belief and convictions as the instrument of man to accomplish by his own power, hence the Tower of Babel. Men have often, it's not the first Nietzsche didn't write this, men have often been in battle to become the Superman, the Poseidon, the Zeus, the Isis, the Ra, the Captain America, the Hulk, the Iron Man, Somebody wants to be the hero, the protagonist. Somebody wants to stand up there for the good to save man, the individual. Martin Luther King, Mahatma Gandhi. Somebody is standing up and speaking for the masses. There is an Ubermensch, an Uberman an overman, a superman, and all of us. And there will be times when someone will speak for us and we will speak for someone. The famous minister doing the reign of the Third Reich, Martin Neimuller, great Lutheran minister who didn't say much in protest, famously known for his quote. First they came for the trade unionists, I said nothing. Then they came for the socialists, I said nothing. They came for the Jew, I said nothing. Then they came for me, and there was nobody left to say anything for me because I spoke up for no one else. I was a sheep that had an opportunity to be an individual, an individualistically practice for the good of the collective. Speak up 
step out of the herd, sacrifice for the good, speak up for the community, for the group. And once in a while, let the group come and speak up for the good of the one. Come as a group, defend that one man, defend that one house. Be the Ubermensch in your family. Step out, step up, step in, get in the game. The secularists, the deists, indeed they battle, and they've only been battling for a few centuries. But we have the history of thousands of years, long before Rome and Greece, and obviously the Germanic people and the Vikings, long before that, the history of the empires of Africa. And we see the nature of man and what they are capable of when driven by God in the right spirit for the good of the call of God, for the good of his creation for men. We also can see when men come in the name of God whom God did not send and say God said when God did not say and do what God does that God did not give them to do. We have history as our lesson. Use it wisely, because it's important to understand how we got here, where we go from here, and how we get there to become the highest of what he's made us to be. Nietzsche encouraged in his writings not to deny your ancestral underpinnings, who you are, what you're bio biologically prone to be and believe. Don't deny it. Embrace it. Become the best of it. We have the ability to do so much more for so many more when we are as individuals more ourselves within ourselves. You must become your highest best. That is the test. The little will be big. The less will be more. The few will be many. You can write that ship and you can sail the seas in calm or turbulent waters. Set your sail, set your will, set your purpose and set your compass and read your map. It's a good one. If you're prone to read Nietzsche, how much more so to read the Torah, to read the scripture. And if you're prone to follow Hitler, why not follow a prophet of God, a holy woman, a holy man, the people you say you admire, are they are not enough impetus to choose right 
or do we only choose wrong when we find someone doing wrong and use them as an excuse to turn from God? You all mention hypocrites in church, but God has people who are not hypocrites. You mentioned the preachers who steal money, but God has preachers who don't steal money. You mentioned the priests who molest boys, but God has priests who do not molest boys. You mentioned the cops who brutalize citizens, but we have cops who do not brutalize citizens. You're all looking for a straw in which to break your back. It's a straw man. It's a false argument. Sarus, as your excuse, because honestly, you don't need an excuse. You don't need a hypocrite or a brutalizing police officer, a lying politician, or a molesting priest to say no to God. You are going to say no to God no matter. Whether you saw a miracle or not, you were pying, you're looking for an excuse to blame your rejection of God on. Because of something your father did, or mother, or something you saw on television, or read in a news article, or some experience you had in church. But the law is above the police officer who breaks the law, or the citizen who breaks the law, or the politician who lies about the law. God, it's above that. Do not mistake the law, the truth, and the order for those who are supposed to be the messengers of it, and they are messengers of it. Regardless of their moral failings, the truth is not subject to any one man, nor is it subject to any one sin of any one man. The truth stands regardless of the men that may misuse it or abuse it. Right is right. Do right 